Keeping it real with Aisha, RD and Prane. Good morning. On the Mixed Breakfast. Mixed FM. Morning. This entire week, we've been very vulnerable and we appreciate those of you have, that have been vulnerable with us about scams that you have fell victim to. We've had a sex scam. We had a WhatsApp scam. And today, we have Joseph with us and he's going to be talking about this Macau scam. You, you guys know about this, right? Yes, of of late of the past few years there have been a lot of cases that came up and people who got caught for it yeah and then you've got joseph who fell victim uh tell us the story bro it all started with an automated call that says that you have a certain amount of money unpaid from my credit card at the point of time i wanted to know more so they asked me to press zero and it links me to this bank person and they said that i have a card that has over more than ten thousand or twenty thousand that i haven't settled off so the person was very nice and said that it's okay no worries we'll look into it we'll help you launch a report then they link me to this police officer or sergeant said that we will just do a little bit of check to make sure that there's no other similar case that involve your identity right? so from there on i say okay fine I'll, I'll help you with all the investigation that you have whatever questions you have they say okay then he just said let me just understand a little bit more so how many accounts do you have told them i have like five to six accounts uh, I, I mean under different banks so after yeah. I told them everything, I told them oh, most of my money is in, in this particular account. They just said that, okay, fine. Um, there are two options here. One is you cannot travel out of country three to six months. The other option is just give us 30 minutes. We will have Dainagara to actually freeze your account just to check if there's any abnormal activity ongoing on. Well, at the point of time, they said that, okay, it's quite simple. We Dainagara is going to send you... Uh, very similar to your usual OTP, but it's just a password for us to activate and back to to freeze your account. Yeah, I gave them a password and username without th- thinking that I'm really talking to the bank Nagara person. And then after that, they, they sent an OTP and saying that it's a password to as an approval. From there, they actually add a third-party account as a favorite. And the second thing they did was actually to change the limit, transaction limit, right? Wow. And then from there on, it was just hell break loose. It was just multiple transactions going out. They didn't took all the money out at one transaction, but they actually took out like 2,000, 1,000, 2,000, 2,000, so, like that. I was still on the call with them, right? While this is going on, while this is on. And I received notification of money withdrawal, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I realized that something is not right. I quickly accessed it through my uh, Maybank to you, and the money was just mm-hmm. deducting out. The transferring part where they took out the money place like five to ten minutes to me i don't know how they did it how fast it was but it was just a blink of an eye i lost 10 to eleven thousand. wow oh, that's okay. a lot of money we're yeah. very sorry to hear about that what were some of the factors that you believe now made the scenario more believable it really played along my emotions and feelings at a point of time they tried to scare me and, and threaten me for something that i did not do and i was well i wasn't thinking much at the time there was one specific point of time where i actually did ask, ask myself are they for real could mm. this be a scam and i was just trying to prove myself and trying to uh, cooperate with their investigation joseph what was the feeling that you went through when you found out this is it i'm being scammed i felt stupid that, that was the first emotion that i felt i felt stupid i can't believe i fell for it even when i was on the call the towards the end of it i drove myself to the nearest police station and i made a, a police report i felt angry and surprisingly not angry at the scammers but i'm upset and angry at myself for falling for it. yeah can only imagine 
Because, you know, we hear it all the time, every day in the papers, even us on our radio station, we're reminding constantly, look look out for scams, and then when you fall victim... Yeah, man, they're yeah. constantly changing their modus operandi to try and catch you. Evolving you so quick, these yeah. guys. Yeah, and one of the stigmas of getting scammed is just you don't want to face that embarrassment I know. that comes with it, right? Mm-hmm. Your well, family, your friends, some people might laugh at you like, hey, so bodo are you? Like, yeah. That. What made yeah. you want to overcome this embarrassment and then start talking about and sharing your story about how you got scammed? For a very long time, I couldn't open up and tell people. I only told my parents and also a few close friends of mine. But two or three weeks later, I found out that another of my friend from church actually fell victim to that scam as well. I realized that that could have been avoided if I would have told my story to this particular friend. That was actually the point of time where I decided that, okay, I'm not going to be ashamed of it anymore. I'm not going to be embarrassed of talking about it. People need to know. For those that could fall victim to something that you and your friend have encountered, is there any advice so that people can know that they might be actually scammed mm. in something similar that you would do? What advice would you give them? You know, the funny thing is when I walk into the police station and I told them about my case, the police had a smirk on their face and they said, you didn't know about this Macau scam, right? And I really didn't know what is Macau scam. I think for those who might potentially fell victim, which could be really anyone, they don't just target a specific, or if your IQ is lower and whatnot, or if you're more successful or less successful, I'm going to target you. And they play with your emotions and just ride along with it. I guess the only advice that I can give to people is really just to pay attention to all these signs, stay vigilant, do not ever give out your OTP to anyone that asks for it. I mean, it sounds really cliche, right? Everyone yeah. is telling, don't give or we don't share your OTP. But in the end, I'm the one that gave it to someone. Even if they could have my username and password, they really couldn't do nothing in my account. As long as I did not give them the OTP. It's true, guys. Do not give or share your OTP with anyone. Joseph, thank you so much for sharing your story, man. Uh, it's Joseph who fell victim to the Macau scam, losing most of his life savings, 10 to 11,000 ringgit. Yes, and now he makes it a point to actually talk to people about scams and his experience so that people are educated and they're made more aware of it. So what we've decided to do for you tomorrow is to catch up with someone from Bank Negara, Malaysia to give us advice, to talk to us, the procedures. If you do fall victim, what can be done? We'll find out tomorrow, okay? Mm-hmm. All the interview videos, by the way, on our socials, Mix.my. I, I share RD and Prime on the Mixed Breakfast. Keep it Keep right it here. With today's best music.